Sipping on some rock tusks, 8 o'clock. In my Gucci coat tusks, 8 o'clock. This is... Boys Up Fantasy. Yo, yo, this your boy Rick Rock. Welcome back to another episode of Ice Up Fantasy Football Sunday Night Edition. I'm right here with my co-host. What's up, Area? It's your boy, the real Jorge. What up, Area? It's your boy, JJ, the professor. Hope you guys are ready to learn. Wow. Learn what? Uh, how it feels to lose. Today. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyways. We'll get to that in a second. So... Man, fantasy football this weekend, wow, a little, a little uh, exciting for a lot of for a lot of you players out there, fantasy players out there, and uh, it's just been an upside down world for a lot of receivers. And we have a couple of rookie quarterbacks that actually balled out. And all right, JJ, so we are going to go into our segment of studs and duds for the Sunday's game. Of course, pre-Sunday night game. With that, Professor JJ, give me your studs. Uh, thanks for that, Rick. Uh, for my studs for week seven, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> it's none other than Tom Brady, which you should know about because you have him on your bench scoring 36 points and giving you the L. Uh, he threw for 369... <laughs> he threw for 369 yards, five TDs, no interceptions. Uh, Justin Herbert, who won me my league against you, or your league against, who won me my game in your league against you, uh, with 347 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions for 38 points. And then Joe Burrow, who I, I thought had an, a great game, but he still made it on top of my list, um, with 406 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, for 33 points, I feel like the rookies are taking over the league right now, man. The rookie quarterbacks, they're doing pretty good. Tom Brady still doesn't want to quit. He's still doing better than all the other <clears throat> all the other um, veteran quarterbacks. What about you, Jorge? What are your studs for the week? I got the running backs this week, and I'm going to start it off with Jeff Wilson, who had a monster game before being knocked down late in the third quarter. He had 112 yards and three touchdowns for a total of 30 fantasy points. Talk about a monster week. Moving on, I got James Robinson, who went off for 119 yards and a touchdown versus the Los Angeles Chargers for a total of 27 fantasy points. Man, those quarterbacks, those two rookie quarterbacks. Jorge, can you emphasize, did you really think Justin Herbert was ready to come in and play like the way he's playing with the San Diego uh, with the LA Chargers. Yes, ever since he came out against the Kansas City Chiefs and almost took down the Super Bowl previous Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, he has that talent that could carry the entire Chargers offense. And he was killing it today, man. He was fun to watch those deep throws to Guyton. Yeah, man. What do you think, Rick? I, I honestly didn't think he was ready to come in and, and be as explosive as he is. Uh, as we all know, the offensive line was a big question for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, it was a big question mark coming in this season. But um, I guess, um, man, the, the, the guy was actually 
you know, very talented and he was balling. Yes, he's definitely balling. And I just really think that sky's the limit for that guy. The AFC West, imagine this. They have Patrick Mahomes and now they have Justin Herbert. And Andrew Luck still has a little bit. I see bit. a little rivalry coming soon. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, Drew Luck Drew Luck is still there. Uh, what's his name? Carr? Derek Carr. Trash. Anyways. so Yeah, sorry, Carr family, but you aren't too talented yeah, at the quarterback position. You today by Tom Brady. Yes, indeed. Uh, what do you think about Joe Burrow, JJ? He threw for 400 yards, JJ, man. I, I think he had a crazy killer game. I just said that, too, for the record. He threw... I, I, he had an awesome game against uh <clears throat> against Cleveland, even though Cleveland was still in it, didn't want to let go. I feel bad for uh, OBJ though, uh, getting injured in the game. I hope he has a speedy recovery because I have him in a few of my leagues. Uh, but yeah, Joe Burrow, man, I didn't expect that from him either. I, you know, as a rookie, I expect your first season to be at least sort of mediocre, not the best, you know, but. He's doing it with Cincinnati. He's taking over. He's taking charge in that team. And I see great things coming. Great, great, great. See, I like those things. My studs for this week is none other than Devonta Adams, the wide receiver from the Green Bay, Green Bay, Park, Green Bay Packers with 13 receptions, 196 yards. Two touchdowns for fantasy points of 31 points in standard leagues. Now, my other wide receiver, and let me just tell you guys this. Both of these wide receivers are on my team. So, of course, I win. You know, my teams were, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And you know this, man. They were actually pretty bummed. My, my, my fantasy team's actually pretty, they did pretty good. Except the one where you're facing me. I know what you're talking about. But anyways, uh... Yes, DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers, he had four receptions, 93 yards, two touchdowns for a total of 21 fantasy points in standard leagues. Also, nobody had, I know, I know. do you know who Harrison Bryan is, the real Jorge? Nah, I have no idea who he is. Do you know who Harrison Bryan is, Professor Jaja? After today, I do. Did but you know before no, that? That's why I said after today. No, no, no. I answered the damn question. <laughs> I, I didn't know who he was. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I thought he was a clerk at the grocery store. <laughs> actually, he's actually the uh, number one receiver for the Cleveland Browns because of the injury to Austin Hooper. And he was actually next in line. He was actually the best tight end in college football last year. He was drafted, I believe, in the... Third or fifth round by the Cleveland Browns. I'm not really sure on top of my head. And he was actually the best tight end in all college football. And you guys slept on him. And, of course, I picked him up. And he had four receptions for the Cleveland Browns for 56 yards and two touchdowns for a fantasy total points of 17 points in standard leagues. So, yes, that's all I got to say about that. And you know this, man. Through it all, I actually think that it's actually a lot of rookies are actually came into play. Also, another rookie that we got on our, on our mention is Brandon Ayuk. He Ayuk actually he actually had ninety six yards and he was killing it on the deep threats. He was able to finally get a deep throw from Jimmy G, and unfortunately, the Yak Bros, however, weren't able to get a touchdown in this one. But we'll save that for a little later on the show. Yes, indeed. 
Yeah, man. He had an awesome game, man. Brandon Ayuk. Um, I feel like every time I say his name, I feel like Ryu from Mortal, uh, from Mortal Kombat, from Street Fighters. Ayuken. You know? Ayuken. Ayuken. Exactly. But he's going to be a monster, man. The Yak Bros did their thing again. Yes. And like we all know, of course, this is a studs and duds segment. Three old horror head. Please give me your number one dud. The duddest of dud, the dud, dud player of this Sunday. Would be the hoodie. Yes. The ice up league. <laughs> no. No. Let me wow. start it off as my first dud of the week seven for fantasy football is wide receiver Mike Evans for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who went off against the Las Vegas Raiders and was only able to get two receptions for 37 yards for a total of 3.7 fantasy points. What what do you think? I mean, do you think he's injured after that ankle injury? I don't think he hasn't been the same. I mean, yes, I think that's a big reason why Brian Arians and also the general manager for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went after Antonio Brown because Mike Evans is not 100% right now. Chris Godwin finally is 100% and he was he got a touchdown in this game. However, they're missing that that number 1 wide receiver, that true number 1. Is Mike Evans when he's 100% healthy, but he's he doesn't look like he is at the moment. And that's why he was able to only get 3.7 fantasy f- football points. I agree with you guys, but at the same time, you got to think about it. There's a lot of mouth out, out there to feed and a lot of... Um, and Gronk is on the rise. Exactly. And there's a lot of players to cover. So when you kind of think about it uh, as a, from the defense uh, perspective, you try to cover the biggest weapon. And that is honestly Mike Evans, just like today in Pittsburgh. You didn't hear nothing from um, what's the rookie? Juju Smith? No, the rookie. Uh, oh yeah, Claypool. yeah. Because they, they had because uh, the, they had the best corner on, on, on him Mark, exactly. And then who who, who shined? Mal- Juju Malcolm Butler. Juju, no, but who shined? Juju shined today, and um, yeah, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. So I'm like, same thing. I feel like in Tampa Bay, it's going to be a one week. It could be Mike Evans. One week it could be Gronk. One week it could be Godwin. It's gonna it's it's hard because, like I said, too many mouths to feed. Too many good weapons. The only mouth you should guarantee on starting from here on out is Tom, Tom Brady. Effing Brady, bro. Yeah, Ricardo. <laughs> Don't keep him on your bench. <laughs> he's, he's on his bench with a W. Yeah, you're definitely an honorable <laughs> mention for our dud of the week. Wow. <laughs> All right, moving on for our number two dud of the week. JJ, take it off. Uh, for me, you guys, I got Zeke Elliott. Only rushed for only rushed twelve times for forty five yards, one reception for six yards for a total of six point one. I know a lot of people are really worried right now with Ev. I'm I'm saying the whole dud is the whole Cowboys team. I think the Cowboys have checked out for the season, and they're going back to the drawing board. And now also with uh, Andy Dalton out, yeah, it this is something to be worried about if you're a Cowboys fan, man. Especially if you draft to seek Elliott with your first round pick. I would try to, you know, I would try to trade him away right now. It's time to panic. Yeah, it's time to panic. Hit the panic button, Rick. No, God, please no. Um, hopefully he can. Hopefully the who I'm not sure who the third string quarterback is. I didn't really watch the game. I, I, the, I, I don't know. Back. It could be Jerry Jones know. for all I, I know. know. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be Jerry Jones. I know it's a rookie though. Yeah. So to see how he's gonna have that chemistry with the players, the offensive line is all banged up. So Seek really has no. 
you know no holes to do his exp- uh his um his run through he has no 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 offensive line to protect him at all so yeah i would just trade him away right now if you can rick i'll give you one of my bench players for him right now if you want Hell no! I'm keeping Zig. I'm riding this until the wheel falls off. I don't give. I don't. I don't, I don't give a. I don't, I don't give a. Yeah, I might have to train him. Not gonna lie. Anyways, so <laughs> with that, I'm gonna give you guys the number three dot player of week seven. It's none other than Stefan Diggs, Buffalo Bills wide receiver, with he had only six receptions, forty eight yards. Against the pathetic New York Jets. Are you kidding me? How the hell are you going to have six receptions for 48 yards? And we have over here uh, my brother Miguel, who started Stefan Diggs. How do you feel, man? Say something. Miguel, how do you feel about your, your player, Stefan Diggs, not doing good against me? No? Nothing? Just this just I, that's pretty much sums it up. <laughs> pretty much. No pretty problems. much. And to finish so. off with Cam Newton, he was actually one of our biggest honorable mentions. Going up, going against that nasty Niners defense, he was only able to get 98 yards through the air. Three interceptions in this one. Also rushed five, five times for 19 yards for negative 0.18 yards. How about that? Wow, I mean, Cam has he looked good the first two weeks of the season, and then after that, it's just been a decline, decline, decline. I mean, we all know that he's not a very accurate passer. We all know he can run the ball. We all know he he can be one of those tank, you know, premier running quarterbacks in the league when healthy. And I think he was for the first couple of weeks, but he has not looked the same. And hey, hey, hey and we also got to give credit to the 49ers defense, who just handed uh, the Patriots the worst home loss. As a Patriots head coach, Bill Belichick, with 27 points in this game. How about that? The yes, hoodie? yes. But it, was, it wasn't a good day today for all the hoodies out there. You feel me? It wasn't a good day. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that. But anyways. But, you know, since we're talking about Cam Newton, we're also going to talk about our beloved San Francisco 49ers. And with that, we will continue. DJ, spin that. Yo, we're back here Sunday night, week seven. Great games, great fantasy players that went off. But we're here. We're going to give you our 49ers talk. And right now, Professor JJ, please give me your outlook and your take on this massive win for the San Francisco 49ers against the New England Patriots. The... The defense did its thing, and I am glad to see that the Niners have finally gone back to their identity, which is the run game. The run game is what took us last year to the Super Bowl. And if all things go right, all injuries hopefully stop because they keep hitting us. And we get all our players back, I can see us making a deep playoff push. It'll It'll be tough in our division, you know. But, yeah, Jimmy G had a great game. I see everyone praising him now with uh, 200, 277 yards. No TDs. 
Two interceptions? And yeah. Still win the game? How do you complete 80% of your passes and still get two interceptions? I, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I was like, I mean, I, I honestly said he had a great game, even though I saw it backwards. So I'm like, yeah, he had an okay game with the interceptions. I didn't see he didn't make any touchdowns. Jeff Wilson had a monster game. Um, About his replacement, though. Jermichael Hasty. Hasty. I, hey, you guys hear the last episode. I told you guys. Okay, I hope you guys were in the front row of my classroom taking notes. Jermichael Hasty was going to be the waiver wire pickup of the week. Uh, yes, he didn't start because I also said if Wilson was questionable, if he would just if he starts, Hasty still on the bench. But anyway, now with Wilson injured, Hasty might have a better chance. But um, what do you think, Jorge, about this awesome? Awesome, incredible Niner win against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. I want to say I called this. I wasn't scared of the New England Patriots. I I foresaw this. And the Yak Bros, they did their thing again, leading with the yards. That's what they're known for. Ayuk led it with six receptions, 115 yards. And then following Debo Samuel before going down, he was able to get 65 yards through the air. And George Kittle trailed with 55 yards. So the Yak Bros each got 50, 50, over 50, foot, 50 plus yards in this game. Unfortunately, none of them were able to get touchdowns because Jeff Wilson, as JJ mentioned, stole the show before also going down. I don't know what's going on with this injuries. I don't know who has a voodoo doll against the Niners, but you need to stop if you're listening to our show because the Niners, their formula is there, but the health is not. All the injuries is our biggest opponent so far this season, and it just explains what twenty twenty is pretty much. It's just been it's just been a weird season for us. Yes, we lost Nick Bosa, and that was a huge blow. And you can tell the the next two games they felt a little bit out of place. They felt like they were not confident. They really thought that their season was done. And I guess you know credit to Kyle Shanahan, credit to John Lynch and the call coaching staff for getting them back together and focus on what it is that we needed to do and just continue playing the season, hope for no new injuries, and just keep riding this wave. You know, I mean, we lost we lost Raheem Monster, and we still did pretty good. That's the that's the crazy part. I mean, and Jeff Wilson, and now Jermichael Hasty, as J.J. mentioned, man, we cannot praise him enough. He's looking like a Madden player. He looks like he has the joystick on every single snap. Yeah. He, looked like he has similarities to Gore. Uh, on the on the juke, not on the stats, not on the games, but on the juke, how he juke. He doesn't have, but he has more explosiveness. Exactly, he's no, quicker, way more explosive. Hell nah, bro. He, he's, I see similarities. I never said he don't, is. Don't compare I, him to a Hall of Famer. I never man. said he's Get gonna be here. a Hall of Famer. I said he has similarities on no, the juke. I think he's quicker. I, I think Gore is right on point. He's more explosive than Gore. Gore. Or he's he was never that explosive. He I, was the best point. runner between the I tackles. Never, I, okay, Besides yeah. Jerome Bettis. Shout I was out never to Jerome on the explosiveness. I was just saying on the juke. Okay. That's what explosiveness means. No, it's not. Yes, jukeness is explosiveness. Would you would you consider that? I would consider that. You know what? Oh, we, we, okay, anyway, we're not we're talking not about Madden here, bro. We're not talking about juke, you know, percentage and, and, and triggers and points. Triggers and points. We're talking about? Okay, anyway. We're, right, going we're getting topic. off we're topic. topic. We're going Let's off go topic. back to that. Niners. <laughs> but on the flip side, what do you guys think about the Niners uh, defense? Honestly, I think JJ pointed. He had great points. They went back to the roots. They went back to that power running game. I think everything was clicking. And, you know, we, we got to remember, this, this is a pretty damn 
good New England defense too. So this ain't no chub chain defense. This is a pretty good defense. My only knock on this game is that Jeff Wilson got injured and he was having a monster game. He had, once again, 17 carries, 112 yards, three touchdowns today for 30 points. And you know this, man. So it's it's amazing how the 49ers' death is just incredible. Incredible. The scouting, everything the 49ers are doing is great. Jamaco Hasty, man, monster. He's going to be our future back. Who, of the who's future. our running backs coach? That guy needs a shout out. <laughs> he's holding it down so far this season for the Niners. Yes, he is. He definitely is. I just think that the Niners are ready to roll. It's going to be a good game next week. Uh, shout out to the defense. Hey, Fred Warner's playing lights out. He's playing on an all-pro all level. Richard Sherman, Jaquesky Tart. Um, who else? I believe hey, Nick I, Bosa. Everybody shut him out on Twitter. Hands down, he should be an all-pro this year. He should be. He is a top three linebacker in the NFL. The uh, If you guys were asking about the um, running back coach, it's uh, Bobby Turner. Hey, my man, Bobby Turner from that little cartoon show. What's the name? Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. There you go. Hey, Way shout off. out to Timmy, yeah. Bobby Turner. Now, but now hey. we know why you yeah, lost yeah. some fantasy. There. <laughs> hey. Confusing the names. Hey, the only reason why I know that cartoon is because JJ used to watch that shit all the time. So that's the only reason why I know about uh, that. You guys, on, a, on another quick note, on the 49ers, though, um, what do you guys think of McKinnon? What should the Niners do with him? Panic. I, I'm like, I feel like. You guys should just take the loss and release him or trade him away because I'm like, you need that salary cap. He's not doing good. I mean, you have him two years trying to get healthy for this? Yeah, it's time to panic. I think it's time to let him go. Uh, after Telvin Coleman comes back, put him in an IR, shut him down. After Moster come back, I don't know. If, if, if the 49ers send Jamaco Hasty to the practice squad, someone is going to pick him up. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, someone is going to pick him up, and it's most likely going to be Seattle. God damn it. Seattle always picks up for practice squad players, so Seattle is going to get pick him up. Um, but I must change the subject, defense. Looks like the cornerbacks are starting to come up and play now. Mosley's back. Mosley's back. However, I want to point out Jason Verrett. He had a sluggish game. He was getting a lot of praise last week, which really hyped me up and had – my expectations to the top of the ceiling, and I thought he was going to be a lockdown corner in this one, but he was giving up a lot of yards in this one and didn't get that interception that I was hoping for. But besides Jason Barrett, I mean, the defense, as Rick pointed out, was able to stop down Cam Newton, slow him down, and was successfully able to bench him eventually, which was really shocking because I, I honestly, personally didn't expect the Niners to pick off Cam Newton three times in this one. They actually picked off the quarterback four times in this game and did a fabulous job. I was so happy to how the Niners on both sides of the field locked, knocked out. With, it was a one-two punch, and bye-bye, New England. I think they're done for the season. Yes, I think they're done. I think they're definitely done. Now, staying with the defense here. What did you guys think if the 49ers actually go trade for Carlos Dunlap, defensive end for the Cincinnati Bengals, who has made it known that he wants to be traded out? 
Like today, he posted on his Twitter account, I'm packing my shit. I'm ready to go. Whoever wants to buy my apartment, hit me on my DMs. So basically, he's done with Cincinnati. And I think the 49ers, they can actually go and get him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were just talking about McKinnon. Why don't we trade McKinnon? I heard Dante Pettis was also on the rumor mill. There's a couple of Niners that are definitely trade value um, at the moment. I don't know if it was on this podcast or somewhere, but I met, I remember you guys talking about trader White Trent Williams. I think that's blasphemy. Yes. He had an awesome game in this game. We need Trent Williams to be successful this season, especially after losing Joe Staley last season. However, we do have some trade value, some key points that we could get Carlos Dunlap, and it would definitely fill a need at the f- defensive end. Um, yeah, back to me. Um, I feel like our defense did great. I don't feel like we need to. I feel like we just got to get rid of McKinnon. I mean, we can trade for Dunlap, but uh, you guys got to understand we won this game even with a depleted defense. We didn't have Ward out there, we didn't have Quan Alexander. Um, we didn't have, yeah, sorry. we didn't have Alexander. Oh, yeah, we didn't have Tequiski Tart. We didn't have a lot. We don't have a lot of players out. Even D Ford, we don't have a lot of players out there, man. So I'm like, imagine how much stronger our defense will look coming what week nine, week ten. Yeah, even though we didn't have Tart and Jimmy Ward, however, you have to point out Moore and Harris. They held it down in the secondary. They were actually a surprise to me because, like I mentioned, I thought Verrett was going to go off, but Moore and Harris they were looking really good in the secondary, but. Uh, moving on forward, you guys, I'm already thinking about next week. I, I am too excited. Niners are on a winning streak finally. I finally feel good again as a Niner fan after that freaking Miami Dolphins loss that will haunt me for the it will haunt me for the rest of the season. But man, we got Seattle coming up and Ooh. it's on the road. Luckily, no fans are allowed in Seattle yet, which is really good news for Niner for Niner uh you know, the Niner faithful. What do you guys think uh, now that we're moving up in the NFC West? What do you guys think? I think it's going to be, a, a, of course, that rivalry game that everybody's been waiting. My only concern I got to point out is that Debo Samuel also left the game with an injury. Um, and that's very concerning, even though we know that. And Brandon, it was a non-contact injury. Those yes, are the scariest. Yes, exactly. And he left the game. Also makes me feel a little better because Brandon Ayuk is a true number one wide receiver. I'm glad Shanahan and... And John Lynch finally got it right as a you know to get a wide receiver. And a little side note, Dante Pettis is officially on the trading block. So that's why I mentioned Carlos Dunlap also because we can trade him and maybe throw a draft pick. We can get Columba in here because John Ross also wants out of the Cincinnati Bengals. So if we, if, if we package Dante Pettis and a draft pick or another player, send them to Cincinnati, hey, Carlos Dun, uh, Dunlap, hey, hey, we, we'll welcome you here. And we need you. We're going to need you for the Seattle game or all the games later on the road. I think the 49ers are on a winning streak. They have all the momentum right now. Depending on this game against Arizona, Seattle and Arizona, if if Arizona beats Seattle tonight, the Niners are going to win the division. Hands down. I'm calling it. And you know this, man. Wow. Wow. I already expect us to win it. Even It don't matter who wins this game, to be honest for me. I feel like the Niners are gonna are gonna are gonna be on a roll right now through this tough um, schedule coming up. 
But for me, if I'm gonna have to pick a team to win in this week, it's, it's, it's Seattle. Arizona, it's well, yeah. Arizona doesn't have the the defense to stop Seattle. They have the offense to keep up with them, but that's about it. Yep. So with that, I'd like to thank everybody, all the listeners. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Let's give out some last minute game picks. Who do you got between Arizona and Seattle? This uh, I got man. I got Kyler Murray my team, bro. So I'm going. I got Kyler and I got Hopkins. So I got. I got Arizona all the way. I got it. I got Seattle all the way, man. You you always got to go with um, what's his name? Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah, you always got to go with him. DK Metcalf's been playing out of his Wank. mind. Uh, Tyler Lockett, and I'm hoping it's a high scoring game because I also have D Hops in, in uh your league, Ricardo, the Ice Up League. So for me to put that frosting on top and give you that big L, I need a good game from D Hop. All right. Well, Russell Wilson. Enough said. The GOAT so far this season. So with that, thank you guys for listening today. This is a special Sunday night, week seven edition. And I'd like to thank my co-host, the real Jorge, the Professor JJ. Check us out. Unfortunately, the doctor, ironically, was sick out. Yeah. Yes, he he was. He he took his own advice. and Not coronavirus, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) He took his own advice and the doctor (laughs) didn't make the house call. Yeah, he did not. So shout out to uh, Dr. Mario. See you guys till the next episode. Once again, we are out. Sipping on some rock till eight o'clock. In my Gucci coat till eight o'clock. This is Eyes Up Fantasy. Fantasy.